Welcome to the Minnesotan Pod. Today, Tony and Peter sit down and talk a little bit of USHL draft, HP 16 and 17 uh, news, and all that went down in the junior hockey realm in the last couple of weeks. There's been a lot to chew on. It's going to be a fun show. Hope you enjoy it. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire Well, Peter, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm ready to get the show on the road. We got uh, the big one starting in about an hour, three hours. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Starting in three Excuse hours. Me. Preparation <laughs> starts probably five minutes after we hit the re- uh, oh, record. As, as soon here. as we as soon as we end this, we're bolting for Bloomington. Well, for you'll Bloomington be producing the show and then I might as well do it over there. Whatever. You, know what you, you can do it wherever you want, Peter. I, I'm all about it's your world. I'm we all just live about in it. what's best for the company i'm a <laughs> company guy you are you know i bleed yhh blue. you do you do and my speaking of bleeding my eyes were bleeding after watching the ushl phase one and phase two drafts you did was, a fantastic job i i did miss somebody so i'll throw in a little apology at let's the hear it. who'd you miss I missed zach Beatty from rose oh he's good too that was the one that i missed. he played at springfield this year one. and he did sure. quite well it, it totally quite just, well. Usually I miss five or six, but I think this year was the only You heard one. it here first. Zach Beatty will be a high-end, a high-end Division One recruit. You heard it here first. Like, do you, do you want to pause the recording so we can discuss this off air? Are you just blowing smoke, or you no? Know? I'm serious. I got. I've I've talked to a few people, and his name okay. just keeps coming up okay. as right. likely to go to Wisconsin. Likely to go. Like people love this kid, and he's just getting started. I love the fact that it's a name that you haven't heard. Oh, I That's remember him from the uh, Division One, the the, the the Johnson, um, oh, Troy Johnson's team. I always get the teams mixed up. Ons Cattle. ONS Cattle? Yeah. That what it was. A bunch of studs on that team. Bump was so on that team. 30 points in 51 games last season for him. Okay. All right. He's coming. I'm telling you right now. All right. It's his that, first. There's, it your his, first it there's your first. your first hot take. It was his first year of juniors, yeah. too. Yeah. That's not bad. I know. That's not bad. 79 penalty minutes. Cut those down, Zachary. We'll see if your point <laughs> totals go up. <laughs> All right. Well, watching the scroll for the phase one and the phase two drafts made me want to poke my eyes out with You did a great job. You did a great uh, job. You don't like taking compliments, but you you did a great job. I I appreciate that. And I appreciate when you just – one of my favorite things about YHH is when you gear up, when you load up the Twitter feed, it's a good day. Oh, my gosh. Because it takes pressure off of me. Our Twitter feed must have been unbearable over the past couple of days. A little bit. It's weird, though. It's like when you are doing that, not that this matters – so was my rumor for the the rumor, we'll call it, for the, oh, the yeah, Mike yeah. Randolph rumor. And it's like, ah, you're getting in my way of my really, really <laughs> hot, hot take here. Yeah, so you went over my head and you pinned it. <laughs> 
had to. I had to apologize, but I had to, you know. Uh, we've done some good work, though, on this 16, 17, 18, 19-year-old zone in, in the boys' hockey. It's a very strange process. It really is. So let's get into that process. before we talk about the, the players and some of that stuff. Yeah, where, do, where do you want to start? I, I do think there's still a level, even for me, a level of confusion about who gets drafted. What does phase one mean? What does phase two mean? How can you draft somebody who is in college right now? Why would you draft a college player? Why would you draft somebody who's already committed? Drafted? Yeah, yeah. All that so stuff. if if you want to break that down, I think that. All would right. Be good. Well, let's let's go back. You got to back all the way up to the NTDP, right? So, kid, forty kids uh, get invited to the NTDP camp. So let's for, use, and I'm using Ben Miller because everyone knows who Ben Miller is as as my example. Yeah. So Ben Miller gets. Um, invited to the camp. So those 40 kids, whether they are chosen out of the 20 for the NTDP, the other 20 are automatically parlayed to the national camp. They don't have to go through the HP 16 process. So they're automatic bids. So you just cross Adam Cleaver and Ben Miller. They got invited to the camp, cross those two off. They're automatically, they don't have to go through 16 or 17. I can't speak for Carson Clark. Carson Clark did not go through the HP process, probably because he went, well, what's the point? I don't need to go to national camp. I don't need to go through this process. I'm going to get drafted into the USHL. I'm good enough. I don't need the whole national camp process. I'd rather go fishing. That's my guess. I I don't know. Maybe he's hurt. He could be hurt. I have no idea. I just know that you said he went to Benild and when he really went to Blake. (laughs) Yeah. And boy, did my phone blow up. Not your phone. My phone blows up. Thank nobody, you very nobody much. Nobody knows my phone number. I know. Thank I know. God. So, so that's the first part, right? You got the 16s, right? Yep. And then you have a phase one, which is make, well, I'll further complicate it. We'll get into it a little bit later. But teams, instead of, instead of uh, drafting in rounds one and two of the phase one, they can just tender somebody. So it's basically like the Wild West. All right, <laughs> you're going to come to our team. We're going to tender you. Ben Miller probably didn't get tendered because he's a Hill Murray kid where he's going to play great U18 hockey the next year or two. For sure next year as a junior, but maybe even as a senior, right? Why would he want to go to whatever team that tenders him and basically sit on the bench? Play on the fifth line. Great. Granted, he does get 50, you know, a certain percentage guaranteed as a tender. Mm-hmm. Maybe a team didn't see him as, as getting that much playing time, you know, like like Fantilli and those some of those guys do. So tender means you give up your draft pick, but you guarantee this kid. I'll give you a classic example of a tender. Jackson Nelson declined an invite to NTDP, accepted a tender from Sioux Falls, which is 25 minutes from his home in Laverne. Mm-hmm. It was great for him, a great fit for Jackson. He and I talked about this last summer. You know, it was great. I got to play high school football. I got to play high school baseball, and I got to train with a world-class organization like Sioux Falls. I'm forever debted to Sioux Falls. They made me uh, into the player that I am today. So it was great. You know, like tendering works for certain kids in certain situations. Uh, there were probably out of the 30 first and second round picks, probably eight or so tenders. I remember you put it in your article. I didn't count. I think there were Usually about tenders. six or seven or eight of them. Uh, let me pull up that list. So you have those tenders. We'll get to those a little bit later because we're going to talk about Celebrini and Haje. Right? There, there were eight tenders. Thank you. There were, so there's eight of those kids, and none of them were from Minnesota, were they? No, none of them. Yeah. Uh, I will 
shameless plug, four players did participate in our 2017 North American Hockey Showcase. Four of those, out of those eight? Four of them. That's pretty uh, good. Macklin Celebrini, Matt Virgilio, Michael Hage, and Trevor Connolly. Connolly was a California kid. Connolly was a California yeah, kid. Yeah, I remember he played last year with the Long Island Gulls. <laughs> of course, because yeah. that's where every kid from California dreams of growing his, up, right? He can ride his bike to practice. Right, right, right. Okay, so you have that process. Then... You have basically a showcase put on in Minnesota for the top fifty-four and and sixteen-year-olds uh, and seventeen-year-olds to to try out for the camp, the national camp. This is not a team. They're not trying out for a team. There is no team in Minnesota that goes to sixteens and seventeens. It looks like a team, but those kids will be split off, splintered off into other teams called green, red, blue. Kelly, light blue. Or maybe, I think some of these things, they even give them fancy names like for NTDP, it might be, you know, famous NTDP kids, I think it was like Goudreau and Matthews. Right, something something like that. So in this case, it's just a color. They go, they get split up, they make new friends, they build their community on a national level. Um, So does that explain, did I... That thorough enough for you? Okay, uh, so then there's phase one and phase two. Phase yep, one is just the 06s. Phase two is anybody uh, up until probably 04s, maybe 03s. I don't think any 03s got. Yeah, Fetchko got drafted. I think the so 03s, 03s might have been the last. Yeah, so no 02s, obviously. So 03s, 04s, and 05s, and yes, 06s. So if a kid does not get taken in, in phase one in those first 10 rounds, you can get picked, and there were a handful of those. Here's a note that didn't get picked up. It got picked up by somebody and fed this to me. Did you notice in the phase two that's only two Bantams this year, Minnesota Bantams, got picked in the phase one? Who were they? I will give you a clue. Both of their fathers played 10-plus years in the NHL. Oh, Bantams got picked in phase two. Phase one. Phase one. In phase one. Two Bantams, only two, which is a record low. It has to be a record low. Junior Podine. (laughs) Yep. I can't even read my handwriting. Brooks Cullen. Brooks Cullen. Oh, he was. He was a late one, wasn't he? But isn't that crazy? Did and and Fargo didn't take Brooks Cullen. No, Sioux City. (laughs) Hats off to Andy Johnson. And the Chicago Steel took Junior. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean by Andy Johnson because. I think, I don't know this, I don't have the documentation in front of me, but I think that Matt Cullen is going to have some involvement in, I don't know if it's a financial involvement, uh, uh, a scouting involvement, or some type of involvement with the Fargo Force. Wouldn't it have been nice to have your son in your own backyard playing on that team? I totally disagree. I'm just saying. I totally disagree. You could compare it to the Sandalin Sandalin. Right. Thing mm-hmm. where I don't want to play for my dad. I want to make it on my own. I so like that. Brooks I like getting that. drafted by Sioux City. I love that. I love the fact that he's going to go somewhere else where people aren't looking over his shoulder. You get some jerk ball in the locker yeah. room. It's like, oh, you're a little because you're dad. Dad's here. <laughs> but when, it, when I saw Brooks's name come across the scroll, I thought, oh, that should have been somebody that I thought of before the draft happened. Right. You missed it, right? Yeah. Okay. Talk about a hockey stick. I love the whole hockey stick. How you slowly get better and better and better. Yeah. His brothers are on the top of the hockey stick, right? <laughs> they started at the ho- top of the hockey stick and gotten there, right? Yeah. Joey, 
Unbelievable. Probably the best 2010 in America, right? Why it's a really what? good... Oh, yeah. Lord. There's no question. Have you watched? You Come on. You've watched enough. Yeah, but I would never assume somebody's the best 2010 in America. Yeah, but he's a peewee. He's a second-year peewee. We cover second-year peewees, right? Fair enough. Right? So gonna, He's going to get drafted... Next I don't know, but I'm just, I don't care where he's going to drive. I'm just saying right now, as of today, Wyatt Collins, a very good 2000. Very good right? hockey player. They're up here. Brooks has always been down here, right? Yep. And he has slowly gotten better and better and better and better. Yep. Every time I see the kid, he's, he's added a new wrinkle to his game. And this is, I don't know Wyatt actually, Wyatt and Joey that well, other than handing him an MVP trophy. I do yep. know Brooks pretty well because he, he was in our camp. And he did something, just for the record, that no one has ever done. He cleaned the entire locker room at the West Fargo High School at the end of the major combine. Are you sure it was Brooks? I know it was Brooks, a hundred percent. And he, and he, and he, I'm talking spotless, like sweep the barn, disinfect, you name it. He did it all. I never asked him to do it. It was unbelievable. I'm like that showed me. I'm like this kid loves the game. He wants to be better. He wants to get better in every fa- facet of his life. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Brooks Cullen fan. He knows it too. I give him so much crap uh, every time I see him. Because he's a, a really good kid. So he and Junior are the only two. Yep. Bantam's taken. Someone pointed it out to me. I did not figure that out. I, so you know, I forgot that Podine was of age. Yeah. Well. You, you just <laughs> you forget what age these kids are sometimes because in Minnesota, you know, they play squirts, peewees, bantams. It's well, not, and plus the, the kid can't ride thing, the roller coaster it? at Valley Fair either. Oh, I also forgot that he played for the St. Louis Park Bantam team this year. Yeah. Oh, I saw him a few times. Okay. Good player. I, I never got to see that team had some talent. It was a good, oh, anyway, fun team. We, we yeah. won't go off the rails too right. far. Okay, so I think I've c- touched on all of I that stuff. I think you've hit every piece. Yeah, all right. All right, so the Minnesota performance in the USHL draft, we got uh, we got fact-checked. On we the did. We got fact-checked. We got slammed. We got fact-checked by a, a burner account, which I love. I love when that happens. I feed on it. I feed on constructive criticism from anonymous Twitter accounts. I love it. <laughs> Um, I, I'd be more upset, but this person was actually right. Isn't that funny? <laughs> well, well, there was a kid who was listed as from Grand Rapids, Minnesota. He's from Grand uh, Rapids, Michigan. Michigan. And then there was a kid from Indiana who was listed as from Elk River, Minnesota. Do we know for sure if he's from Elk River or not? Jaden Kerr? He's from Elk River. He is from Elk River. Oh, yeah, I've seen Okay, him play. so we're not totally wrong. No. Maybe he moved. He, he must have moved. But Jaden Kerr's but, from Elk River. I I. Promise you that. Okay. Big kid. For for right now, we'll go with 45 as our number. So 45 Minnesota natives yeah. drafted in the USHL Phase 1 and Phase 2 drafts. It's not bad. It's better than no. everybody else by yeah, a you, lot. Your tweet blows up. You could, Thank you. You could run that tweet every year. Thank you. Your tweet blows up that we, you know... I, I like your, your verbiage, too. You said something like, tier, tier one, heavy. one heavy. Gosh, that just drives a stake in the heart. And, well, I remember and, all the, and all your Minnesota cronies from Litchfield to Duluth to Moorhead. Yeah, Peter! Which is hilarious because I typically hate tweets like that that, <laughs> you know, needle the tier I one know. states. But, I know. Uh, we, we play both sides of that. We walk on both sides of that fence pretty well. Yeah, but if you look at the issues that some of those states have with Tier 1 hockey, you look the, the lawsuit filed against the uh, the alleged monopoly in Illinois. Yes. The problems that Massachusetts has faced it's, with the watered-down high school model. All right, fine. Tell me we're not doing it better. I Tell know. me we're not but doing it better. Those two are classic cases of doing it wrong, you know? 
Well, it would help Illinois if they had a college hockey I team. I don't, don't know. Don't you know how much it would help Illinois if they had a college hockey I, team? I'm going to stand on the table for the tier ones for a second. I don't know if it's a matter of doing it wrong. I think it was a snowball effect because they don't have the embarrassment of riches when it comes to players. So the players in Illinois wanted to play with the best players in Illinois. And back whenever the mission started, or CYA, now yep. Windy City, there were probably 15 kids. And yep. they wanted to play together, and one of them having, happened to live in Chicago, and one happened to live in Effingham, Illinois. Right. So they came together and played, and then it just kind of snowballed. Yeah. Into my what hats it is off. Today. My hats off to those people, though, in Chicago. Think of the driving, and think of the hell they need to go through in order to for the two kids from two separate suburbs to play together. Yikes. That's crazy how much, and, and you've been to Chicago. Yeah. That's not easy commute. No, it's People not. complain about going from Bloomington to St. Louis Park. Oh, my God. My, oh, my God. We Jeez. we lived in St. Paul, you know? and my dad would complain about going to White Bear Lake for a game. <laughs> why, why do you got to go oh. all the way to White Bear Lake? Oh, we had to go all the way out to Minnetonka from South Minneapolis. Oh, no. Uh, out highway, <laughs> out Seltzer Boulevard. It was brutal. So. In any case, about 45, we'll call it about 45 Minnesota yep. natives taken in phase one and phase two combined, not to mention the seven Minnesotans picked for the national team development program. Yeah, that's 50-plus kids. So I'm going to give us 51. Yeah, I like that. Which means we had more than Illinois, Michigan, New Jersey, Massachusetts, and not, not, not including New York. Right. Dang it. Okay. Oh, well. Nice one there. Good performance by Minnesota. Very good. So Very for all good. the boo birds who bemoan and cry about Minnesota hockey taking a nosedive. Yeah. It's not. Suck it. It's not. It's not. I was at a Minnesota hockey meeting <clears throat> Why? two Saturdays ago. Well, that's off topic, but covering the 13U proposals. Oh, so there was a lot of discussions girls. there, but one of them was they were talking about numbers and the numbers for Minnesota hockey – uh, new players last mm-hmm. year were like literally off the charts. The amount of players—it's the—it was the biggest year in the history of uh, participation in Minnesota. Is it really? <laughs> Both boys cool. and girls added up. It's like, yeah, it's this game just gets keeps getting stronger. Awesome. You know, so it's good. great, great to hear. Good, good. All right, uh, favorite picks. This is one of my favorite places. I'm a huge draft nerd. Okay, I yeah, love. Oh, you love the NFL I draft. Love, too? I have three different group chats. Oh my gosh. For the NFL draft, I have my Vikings group chat. I have my draft group chat, and then I have my total jabroni knucklehead meme uh, draft group chat. So I love drafts, and I have a couple of favorite picks that I'd like to share with you. Before we get to that. Uh, so just, I know we're a little off topic here, but okay. when the Vikings traded a pick or two to the Packers and they picked Christian Watson from NDSU, yeah. were you like finding a bridge, going to the hardware store, finding, looking for some rope? No. No? No. Okay. Uh, in my old I age, wasn't. In my old age, I think I've softened a little bit. Okay. Um, I'm not that upset that they traded with the 16 year old Peter D- Detroit Detroit was going to get their receiver whether we had a part in it or not right Green Bay was going to get a receiver whether we had a part in it I or agree. not uh Christian Watson also wasn't my favorite receiver prospect that was still on the board at that point so okay uh good luck Aaron Rodgers throwing to a guy who doesn't catch the ball Wow. Sing. <laughs> oh, there's the Viking now, man. Now that right. I said that, he'll end up with I know. 50 million yards next year. I was in Bible study yesterday, and there's a couple Packer fans in there, and we were having the discussion, oh, and the discussion was, 
And all the Vikings guys, myself included, were going, that guy's going to be in Canton, Ohio yeah. in 20 years. Well, it, the, one of the Just points. Just because it's the Vikings, right? One of the points I made in my group chat was, yeah, the Packers took two guys in the first round on defense. But Aaron Rodgers has proved that he can Doesn't elevate matter. the play of virtually Doesn't any matter. receiver. So why wouldn't you just load up on defense? Jordy and Nelson. Say, all right, Aaron, we just gave you a quarter of a billion dollars. Jordy Go Nelson. Go make somebody good. All yep. right. Yep. I just just keep saying Jordy Nelson over Jordy. and over. What's wrong so. with Jordy Nelson? The pride it's of my Kansas boy. State. He's just was an average receiver that. that why, why, uh, why don't you give me some average receiver that that, I want you made, to, that Rodgers made look great? I want you to give me some adjectives to describe Jordy Nelson. Oh my god! I want to see if my theory rings true. <laughs> Athletic, uh, unbounding physical skill. Okay, that's um, uh, you, you know, I know your trick was there. I'm not going to give it. I'm not playing into your hand. Um, it's not a trick. It's a trend. No, I hate that. That's one of my biggest pet peeves, the white-black thing. It's like, oh, that's putting athletes in boxes. So he's athletic. I'm like, no. And if he's white, Michael Jordan happened to be a really – here's – I always go, Michael Jordan happened to be a really smart player, but because he was African-American, he's athletic. John Stockton happened to be really athletic because he had dished out 20,000 assists in his career. He happened to be pretty athletic. But nope, because he's white, he's smart. That's the biggest – it's so dumb. I hate it. I hate it. It's Whenever so a, a stand, a, a idiot announcer calls an African American kid athletic and a white kid smart, I nearly vomit. There you go. We have to. So pick. I didn't fall into your trap. You did didn't. I? You didn't. I did. I laid. I laid a trap right there. I did not do it. Uh, favorite picks. I got one Minnesota. Speaking an African American. Oh no, this kid is an African American. No, he's... Zion Green. Does that not sound like an African American name? We. Well, we read, I wouldn't. I wouldn't right? go. I wouldn't go that far. But I was thinking of a different player. Okay, but it does I was sound thinking like of a different agree player. that does sound like because of Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson. It sounds you I mean, think of that, right? Yeah. When not when you said his name, I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. All right. You but like him. I do. I like him a lot. I think uh he got picked really late. Well, not really late. Fourth round phase two, but he's a player that fell through the cracks a little bit. So he was tied for the scoring lead in the USA Select fifteen national camp. Which isn't uh, easy. In his birth year. Which it's means, not like their systems build up, you know what I mean? Like, to do that, it's kind of a little bit of a one-on-five game, right? You're kind of one-on-fiving a lot of those well, and, in those national camps and these HP things, And I right? suppose you can make an argument like, well, you didn't watch the games. You didn't see that he cherry-picked the whole time. I don't care. I'm looking at the numbers, and he outscored Rucker McGrory. Yeah. Jimmy Snuggerud. Isaac Howard. Yeah. So he was at the top. Did he, he go was, to the top 40 camp? He had to. Zion? Yeah. Had that would take there. a little more digging. Yeah. In any case. It wouldn't take a lot of digging. It would take a little digging. It's not that hard. It's They're all really well documented. So, In any case, he was the leading scorer at the USA yep. Select Camp. All right, I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Uh, picked up in round four. Actually, I take that back. There was no camp in because of COVID in 2020. Round four, pick 58 by Cedar Rapids. Did Zion Green go? Okay. So Zion had a little bit of a roundabout way of getting here. He played Honey Baked in 2017-2018. He yep. played Compuware 2018-2019. Oakland Junior Grizzlies. Yep. That was the year. Got, that was Rutgers. Year. He was on Rutgers team. He's got a few games with Little Caesars and another few with Compuware during the 2019-2020 season. And then he ended up with the Maine Nordiques 16U AAA team. 68 really? points in 39 games. Interesting. And then he played last year with the Maine Nordiques 47 points in 55 games. And 
speaking of penalty minutes, 93 penalty minutes. So if he slices his penalty minutes even in half. But maybe that's his game. Maybe he plays on the edge. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I like a little edge. I I don't mind a little edge. 15 goals, 32 assists. He's a Northern Michigan commit. Fourth round pick. I like him. I like that. Okay. Who's your Minnesotan? Jackson Smith Connect. Ooh. This one. I like that one. He was very good. Did he make the national camp? I don't think he did. He did. He did make national camp. He did. He was really good. HP 16s? Yeah. I don't think he did. No, he did not. I didn't think he did. How did he not make the name? Never mind. I don't know. We won't quibble. He's very good. And he was very good in HP when I was there. I haven't seen him play for a while because STM isn't particularly appointment viewing. But he was one of those, he played for Miracle Gold over the summer, and that's normally when I would see him play. He also played Euro, too. he He was always okay. Yeah. And then he was a little better. And then he was a little better, and then he was a little better, and then I saw him at a random game. Kid is six foot four. Yeah, six foot four and can handle the puck. They'll always find a place for you if you're six four and can handle the puck. I agree. So Smith agree. Connect goes round. Where did he go? He disappeared. I had him on my list. Why don't you fire away? Right, so on, I'm going to go yours. my non-Minnesotan. Yeah. This is a phase oneer, 2006. One of my all-time favorite kids who played in the show, JJ Montero from <laughs> Hudson, Massachusetts. Uh, five years ago, he was kind of this chubby kid who had uh, great hands, unbelievable. Uh, hockey IQ, you could just see that he wasn't the best player on his team. Obviously, we know who that is, right? Iserman was on that team. Yep. Um, but he was dangerous, real dangerous player, full of energy and a great hockey IQ. Um, I haven't seen him play since 2017. You saw him play in the fall classic, and you said, yeah, the baby fat is gone. He's now ripped. He's you can't thick. Not, you can't He's still the same now. kid, though, right? Still the still same the kid. Same kid. High IQ, good hands. Plays very, very hard. Yeah, He's, so Waterloo, Waterloo got Charles. a winner there. He played Mount St. Charles, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got actually a really good education on whole Mount St. Charles versus the other prep schools out there. Do they have uh, a big old dorm? I don't know. I just I I'd have to take some notes. I, I I could do an entire. I'd like to go out and watch Mount St. Charles play. I think uh, I was talking to Scott Bell. He went out and watched some prep school last year mm-hmm. in uh, a certain weekend, and it was a weekend that we were off. So I think this year I'm going to take the trip with him and go to old you know Avon Farms and check out the scene and just kind of become a little more educated okay. on how that all works. Well, you know, take, take your camera with you. I will. I will. But the the point of going isn't really development of of anything for our coverage here in Minnesota, but I think it's development of understanding their culture. It's kind of like going beyond the Iron Curtain and learning about yep. Soviet hockey. So for us, just go there and kind of see it. I know the hockey's going to be good, you know. So to watch to watch um, prep school hockey and kind of learn the the track, what, what it's like out there, I could write a nice story about, you know, kid plays here, you know, kind of their, their path. Yep. And to understand the path there isn't necessarily better or worse. It's just different. It's right? the option they have out there. So uh, JJ was fourth on that 15U Mount St. Charles team in scoring with 76 points in 56 games. Right. And that's uh, the same school that Connor Fondrek attended. As yep. Oh, seven played the major band of 14s. But yep. if you look at this roster, James Hagen, Saka Boyver. Hagen's was on Theo, that team too? Theo Kiss, Montero, Ooh. Chase Stefanik, Will Felicio, Callum Hughes. 
Oh my goodness, it's a good team. That's a it's a very good team. Really now good now team. I'm even more impressed. So my Minnesota kid is a phase two. I think he got taken by Fargo. And the reason I Fargo. know I remember he went to Fargo, Hampton Slukinski, is because that's where his brother Grant played much of his junior hockey as well. So uh, I think the Fargo people, uh, Carrie Eads, who runs the program, was longtime connections to um, to Warroad, uh, longtime connections to the uh, – to the Marvin family, obviously uh, hammers from the Marvin tree, from the Cal Marvin tree. So uh, I think it was a pretty good pick by them. And I think he he might be our Brimzik winner next year, but he's definitely going to be in the hunt for Brimzik next year. Will, Will Ingeman's in the conversation. Yep. Sam Stockman's in the conversation. Uh, I was thinking about it, man. Those 05 goalies, Carter Wishart, there's some really good, good old five goalies. They picked one to go to national camp, Ingeman, and they could have picked. It was a long list of really good uh, uh, 05 goalies to pick on from the 17s. I bet you Ingeman makes the the five, not the the, the Holinka team. I really do. You think so? I really, I think he's that strong. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's the problem with being a goalie, though. There's only two spots. I know. So I know. It's not like you. I can mean, take if Hammer, if Hammer had made. <laughs> Uh, the gotten chosen a ringman? Would you have been had your jaw dropped? No, <laughs> I wouldn't either. I, any of them are really good. Well, and that bleeds nicely into our next subject because there are a couple of teams in the USHL that when they make a pick, I just kind of assume they know what they're doing. That's Fargo and Chicago. Yeah, two of the top teams in the USHL over the past few years. Um, consistently because of the roster turnover, you have a new, new flavor of the week in the USHL. But Fargo and Chicago have been two of those teams that have had consistent success, and they've had success in sending um, their off-ice people on. Ryan Ryan Ward is now a scout with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Brock Shahan will find himself awash with coaching options after his time with the Steel is over. Well, Ryan Hardy? Was with Ward or Hardy? Oh, did you say Ryan Ward? Yeah, Ryan Hardy. It's Ryan Hardy? Yeah. yeah. I've mixed their names up before, too. You know, I do that, too. I've I, done that I before. have certain Ryan last names, certain Hardy. first names, certain first names. I flip all the time. Yeah. Greg Greg and Mark, for some reason, I flip them all the time. Well, Hardy and Ward is a little... If you have a brothers and they're Greg and Mark, I'm never going to get it right. <laughs> Scott and Todd, get them always flipped over. So, In any case, uh, my note says the Steel are playing 4D chess, and I believe that. <laughs> I, I believe that more than I believe what is anything 4D? else. What 4D? Like, 3D is like what we are right now. Is there another D? Yeah, they're there playing dimension? four-dimensional chess. Is there they, another dimension that I'm missing? They're one of those guys, those old guys in the park, except they're not playing on one chessboard. They have four chessboards. Okay. And they're playing four games at one time. Got so it. two tenders early for Chicago. Oh, my gosh. Macklin I, Celebrini and Michael Hage. When's the last time I made a tweet about a Chicago tendering? Right, like uh, tenders don't really do much for us, unless it's a Minnesota kid, right? Yeah. Why would Michael Hage and Macklin Celebrina make a tweet for us and in, in relevance to us? Do you know why? Because I'm a dork. Because they're two of the best, if the top five, maybe top ten, oh six in North America that aren't obviously playing for the national development program, right? Because they're yep. Canadian. So why is it important? Why would someone go? Well, who cares, Tony? Who cares? Why would you tweet that out? Well, here's why it's important. This is this is a, a, a major red flag to uh, Canadian hockey, the Canadian Hockey League, right? 
the two of your best players are saying, hey, thanks, but no thanks. We're going to go play for Chicago in the USHL. And you know what? Michigan seemed to do pretty well with the development of their players. I might just go to Michigan for a year, too, like Owen Power did or Kent Johnson did or, you know what I mean, Bortolo, all those guys was probably one of the best advertisements for why NCAA hockey is a good path versus the CHL. And the CHL has got to just be going, no, no, we need you two to be in our league uh, to maintain our, you know, upper hand over college hockey. That's why the tweet came out. I thought it was a very significant move. Like, you know, Owen Power should have been the first red flag, but this one is a <laughs> major, major red flag as well because they continue to come. Uh yeah, I still think I there's suppose. a chance they, they end up in the CHL. Obviously, Macklin will it's be in the W. It's not a guarantee that they'll play nope. in Chicago. Oh, it is. It is a for sure guarantee. I will bet my right arm that they end up there I'm next just, year. I'm just next saying. Next year for a year. I'm just saying they're not in a steel uniform yet. I think they will end up there next year. Do I think that they might end up going back to the OHL and forgetting a in their 17 <laughs> would be their 18 year old year. I think they might be back in the OHL. Well, if before, they during their draft year, because think about it, the best place to be in your draft year, it's way better to be there than and than I think the USHL. Because okay. why why is that? I don't know. So, Tell it's me. Old, it's a it's a younger league, right? You can Fair. look better. You can look better in those leagues in I your guess. draft year. Well, if they wanted a USHL home to call their own, the Steel would be a good landing spot considering the amount of Canadians they already have on the roster. Nick yes. Moldenauer, uh, Mick Thompson, Adam Fantilli, obviously. Jaden Perrin, he's a nice little player. I like Jaden oh, a lot. What do they call him, the Puma Cat or something? Is that what they call him? They call him something. The, the announcer calls him the Puma or I just remember seeing him as a squirt playing for Team Manitoba. In the show. Uh, Sean Ramsey, Michael Bianconi. And Luca Fantilli. So there's no shortage of Canadians on the Steel roster. And Should, I think there's rules about how many Canadians you can have on a roster, and I'm pretty sure the Steel I have, have no exceeded idea. that number. I have no idea. I will say, though, that Haje was a first-round draft pick in the OHL. Ninth uh, overall? Priority selection, ninth overall to the Kitchener Rangers. And Macklin Celebrini was the first overall pick of the most recent WHL band. And he's draft. listed as a Canadian, right? He's North from Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. North Van, as they say. North <laughs> I've the been to North Van. It's half, you're halfway to Whistler by the time you get North Van. I think I'd rather live in Whistler. <laughs> so would I. I think everybody would rather live in Whistler. All right, we're going to round her out. I'm going to okay. throw off uh, some of these 16 HP Natty Camp picks. Britton Allstead, Wyzetta, John Hirschfeld, St. Cloud. Love John Hirschfeld from St. Cloud. You're a big Hirschfeld guy. Big Hirschfeld He didn't guy. get drafted, though, did he? I believe. Because he? he was in your, he was one of your guys that you had in your twenty lists, yes. and he was did not get a red marker next to him as correctly picked. No, so you stink, Peter. I You're terrible. Suck at this. Yeah, but reading the minds of USHL, gosh dang it, people is wrong. But he made national camp. Is he, is so he, did he you really were proven know? right, Peter. You were proven Shoot. right. Uh, Carson Pilgrim, Warroad, Michael Risto, Benilde, St. Margaret's, Ashton Schultz, Minnetonka, Gavin Camp, Chanhassen, Dallas View, Hermantown, Louis Weeman, Providence Academy, Will Zellers, Shattuck, St. Mary's, 
Barrett Dexheimer, Dinah, Cade Kozak, Isanti. Who does he play? He plays for. I, he played for Gamblers. I'm gamblers. guessing he might be going back to high school because the Gamblers is folded. As a yeah, they were they were they're folded. So I don't know what his options are for next year. Whatever they are, they're good because he's a heck of a player. John Stout, Minnetonka, Landon Stringfellow, Andover, big Landon Stringfellow fan. Carson Young from Cloquet and Cam Hendrickson. He's listed as Holy Family Carver. And he's going to Deerfield. What? Which is a prep school. Really? So when the tweet went out from Minnesota Hockey, Deerfield Academy has entered the chat. Really? A Deerfield goaltender. Oh, good for him. playing for somebody's U16 team out there. Interesting. I don't even know Very where Deerfield Academy is. Deerf- the only reason I know is what Deerfield is is because there's a character in Mad Men who went to Deerfield. And really? He's a jerk ball, so... <laughs> I'm sure so everybody else in Deerfield is nice. Connecticut? I think it's New Hampshire somewhere? New England? Hang on, let me find okay. Welcome to Deerfield Academy. All right, I've never heard of that one. I've heard of a lot of those schools, but that's not one I've heard of. Deerfield is in Massachusetts. There and you it's go. got a big building with four giant white columns in front of it. I was going to say pillars. Uh, a lot of pillars. I don't, I don't know if I'd fit in there. All right. Uh, 17s. As my computer loads, Hunter Anderson, who's a Fairbone native, but goes to Shattuck St. Mary's. I got before you jump in there. There's a kid who you named off. Uh huh. And and I love when people make fun of me, like, oh, if you if you've never heard of him, he can't be very good. I'm like, that's not true at all. The kids, you know, mature and develop. Yeah. There was Carson Young. Young. I don't know who that is. Carson with a K. Fantastic. Good for Look Cloquet, forward to man. seeing for him Cloquet. play this year. As a result of me not knowing is, I will make sure I see a Cloquet game next year to see him play. I do. I want to see it. Okay. Because he didn't jump out at me in the 16s. I would rather see a list of kids I've never seen before. So would it I. It gives me something to watch. So would I. Uh, Finn Brink, Maple Grove, Cooper Conway, Andover, Jake Fisher, Creighton Derham Hall, Javon Moore, Minnetonka, Jackson Nevers, Edina, Sam Sheets, Chaska, Drew Stewart, Benilde St. Margaret's, Teddy Townsend, Eden Prairie. This one is intriguing to me. Joey Belisle, White Bear Lake, Eric yep. Comstock, Warroad, Joe Grammer, Moorhead, Ryan Coring. Is it Coring? Ryan Coring, Eden Prairie, Eddie Revenig, Edina, Joey Sylvester, Creighton Durham Hall, and Will Ingeman, Wyzetta. Yeah, it's a good pick. Yeah, uh, Joey Belial. That's an interesting one. I haven't he seen him play for a couple year. of years. He had a great year for White Bear. Did he? Mm-hmm. Cool. Those are our natty camp picks. All right. Those are the children. I enjoyed watching. I didn't watch. I only watched one 17s game. I watched 16s okay. when I was there because I was focused a lot on the USHL draft preview that you were doing. And I knew yep. that those 06s pictures were a higher priority than the 05 pictures. But I did see one half of a, of a 17s game between. So I watched a little bit of the 07s and between games. And I watched a little bit of the 05s. Um, I watched, I got the chance to see the 2007 HP District 10 team with DeShane and Jensen and those guys. So that oh. was a good team. Good good one to watch. When does that national list come out? It's not a national list. They still go to their state camp up in St. Cloud. So yeah. I expect those, those lists to come out today. I expect the girls 16s and 17s to come out today. And maybe the camp invites a little bit later. I don't know. We'll be refreshing our screen and running a tournament all at the well, same we, time. Well, we do have a top 15 selected for the 2022 summer camps. We top have a 15? list. Top 15? Top 15s. What do you mean? Uh, they, uh, did it come out? Yeah, apparently. Oh. Last night. 
No, it would have been today because it wasn't last night. I refreshed uh, my page. It's maybe they built the page last night and they published it today. Okay. That's a big list. I don't want to. That's a hundred. No, it's a hundred and two. That's a ton of kids. There's no way we're going to publish that. That's a ton of kids. Unless I can get into four nice little pictures. We could, those tweets do quite well. We could do the screenshots. Yeah. Four, screenshots are a cheat code. I know it is. It's so fun. All right. So we're on to that. Uh, what else? Are we Are we done? I don't think we have anything else. Are we done? Maybe we can. I don't think we have anything uh, else. One more question I want to answer that you had either on the show or before we hit the record button uh-huh. was explain some of these unexplainables in the USHL draft. And I'll get, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the biggest eye popper to me in the process was Jake Martin from Gentry Academy, NTDP, and University of Wisconsin gets yeah. picked like fifth overall. It was very high. I was like, what? Who's very that? Why high. is Jake Martin? As far as I know, he's a happy freshman in Madison, Wisconsin, playing for the home state he grew up in. Yep. What more would he want? Oh, he must want out. So I did a little digging, right? Okay. I'm like, what is going on here? So I, I reached out to my good friend Joe Jensen at Gentry and go, what is going on? He goes, well, yeah, he's obviously leaving the school and heading back to the USHL, uh, but he's not in the portal. Mm. I don't know okay. how that works. He's not in the transport because he's going to play in the USHL next year. So whoever drafted him got a really good Green Bay. Dra- Green Bay got a really good draft pick. He can live in Wisconsin where he's from originally. Uh, that answers that. Yeah, he came. It's kind of a, what 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 Joe called it is a gap year. It is a gap year. He's taking a gap in his education. He's going to go develop some more, mm-hmm. and he's going to come back to college much older. Right? He's going to be twenty. He's going to be a what? He be a twenty. I mean, the fall of twenty three. He'll be twenty years old. He'll be a twenty year old sophomore. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. You like a twenty year old sophomore yeah. who's played on the international stage and played plenty of college and. And juniors. Uh, oddly enough, he was taken one selection after Ryan St. Louis, who is a who Northeastern also, player yes, who is now back same exact into, the, thing. Uh, into the Think USHL about it. That's draft. the exact same path. They grew up. They played NTDP for two years. Mm-hmm. They went to college. Mm-hmm. Weren't ready. I mean, I'm, let's just admit it. that They weren't ready. Okay. I don't know what Ryan St. Louis did, but I know that Jake Martin only had 11 games played, which means he didn't get a lot of playing time at Wisconsin. He you wasn't want, ready. You want me to right? look up Ryan St. I You can uh, if you'd like. That was the other one. Um, I also had a couple different text strings on players that did not get drafted. Oh, six okay. players that didn't get drafted. I'll, I'll rip a couple of those out while you're getting your Ryan St. One goal, info. one assist. See? In there you go. 38 games played. Yeah, I doubt mm-hmm. he played all 38. Okay. I bet that GP maybe is a, Maybe off. elite Are prospects. you on elite prospects? Yep. You know, some off? colleges might just do the select all. Okay. <laughs> and all players get a GP. I doubt he – there's no way you would play 38 games. And have two points. And have two points. There's no way. I bet I, I question that. I bet I could do it. I, you could get more I than two. I would say you would get more. No. No, God, no. Okay. So, unless Ryan's a D – He's then not. that's possible. He's a forward. I've always thought of him as a forward. I thought all He's the St. Louis boy played forward. He's a forward. Okay, so here's a couple of names that popped out who were 06s who did not get drafted in either Phase 1 or Phase 2. Um, uh, a Player of the Year finalist, Bantam, Cam Kirshner, did not get drafted. Is that, is that a little surprising to you that he didn't get drafted? A little bit. That's a little bit of a surprise May- Maybe me. a little bit. I mean, he's on par with Jackson Ernst, I think, you know. Yeah, but Jackson Ernst also popped up and played high school. That's true. For the season. 
Well, I mean, Kirshner goes to Benil, so there was just way more, far less room in the inn at Benil than there was at Lakeville South. Sure. Um, ben Curtis, his national camp kid last year, did not get drafted. I think he's a heck of a player. And you and a, a guy you and I both love, drool over, is Zach Wooten from Eastview. I thought yep. he, was, he would get drafted as well. Especially so, he played last year high school the entire way yeah. as a top six forward for Eastview. And I yeah. thought he played really well. So did I. But that, I've always that been a, a big surprise. Big Wooten yeah, guy. That's a, so, that's a so there's your there is your three surprise no picks in the phase ones for Minnesota kids. Well somebody's gonna get a shot at these kids down the road. So yeah. I, I can't weep too much for Argentina. Yeah. All so, right. I don't have anything else for you. I think we hit our number. 45-minute show. Hit our number. Happy times Happy for trails. our uh, junior hockey, high school hockey fanatics out there. We will be off the beat for the high school hockey world for the next three days. We'll be covering boys and girls, youth, uh, anywhere between 9 and 18 years old oh. across the board. I love it. We're going to see some good girls hockey. We're going to see some groups. great youth. It's going to be fantastic. We'll be back on the beat. they got a couple nice pops. Podcast next week scheduled. No clues Stop rubbing on that your hands one. Together. You it's look gonna creepy. be good. So I got some great. I got some great pods. We have our Player of the Year awards next year. Next week, uh, gonna be handed out. So a lot coming up on YHH in a really down time of the year. So we have some good programming. Down. We're a hold up. Downtime. Down. We're not. There's no regions. There's no state. There's no. We're, we're leaving no. right. We're leaving right now to go to a <laughs> tournament that we're putting no. on that has 85 games. After in, that, right? no, but after that, it's a downtime. Oh my god, it's a downtime. Right. It's all a downtime. Right. It's a downtime. So, all right. Well, no downtime for for us. Uh, downtime for for most hockey fans out there. I hope you enjoy today's show.